Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 24 of the Attack in the Championship podcast. My name is Tom Butterfield. I'm your host. And let me welcome our resident guest, our certified data analyst, our scout, our FA licensed coach and intermediary, David Bromley. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm do- doing well, Tom. I'm still t- trying to get used to the fact that you're only introducing one person when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> You've got so many hats, mate. It's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. So some, many Some hats. would say, yeah. So how's your week been going? Um, it's been pretty good, really. I've been uh, dodging the builders, you know, good man. my builders and next door's builders. Are they, uh, them. are they getting yeah. the job done? They're getting it done, but there's all sorts of, there's parking issues. There's the refuse lorry refusing to come down and because he can't turn around and one thing and another, it's just, you know, because they're like doing groundworks next door and they've got big oh, okay. machines here. They've got... Laurie's delivering concrete, and I might just go out. I think next week when they start doing <laughs> that. It. But just yeah, no. Away, other than that, doing doing well. Been doing in, all right. In, doing some good good fun things. Good man. Good Trying man. to answer the questions that you yeah that's sending it. my way. Yeah, because we've we've started to build a bit of a relationship with um, the EFL Champ fans group on on Facebook, which has been nice. So we've had some questions come in from from some of the uh, the members of the group and. So we'll we'll try and answer some of those later, shall we? Yeah, sure. Yeah, but, um, I think our our main thing we wanted to look at, or or you promised to do, no pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was that we were going to have a little look at the rest of the season, weren't we? And try and put our sort of mystic Meg hat on, yeah, and try and uh, try and predict exactly because we've all got our betting slips here, David. We're all, we're all waiting to make some money off this. Yeah. So, um, to, yeah, to see exactly where we think teams are going to finish, both at the top and the, and the bottom of the championship. Well, you say exactly. I'm not sure <laughs> yeah. about that word. Because, I mean, if for that no... word into your mouth. <laughs> well, if, if for no other reason than the fact that um, this, this division, I know we've said this a number of times, but it just confounds you every time you think, you've got a handle on any of it, doesn't it? Absolutely. And, yeah, it's bonkers. You know, it's, it, it really is. I mean, you, you. I think you said this last week, or pretty sure it was you, that towards the end of the season, last season, nobody wanted to win a game, did they? That's right. They yeah. were all doing their best to, to lose every week, all these top teams that were chasing right. the playoff places. Yeah. And it just reminded me, if I needed reminding, that, you can have all these sort of predictions and you can try and be scientific. You can try and use good, solid logic. Yeah. But it's the championship. In the end. Exactly. Yeah. That's, um, the, uh, that's, that's the disclaimer at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, it is really. But it's it's fun to do it. And, you know, it's un- probably there's no other way of doing it other than trying to use the things that seem to make sense i mean yeah we what we've done we we start i think we said last week what we were going to do is we've got just over a third of the season to go yeah so we thought it's a long it's a bit of a long run-in but i suppose you could call it a run-in just about so a lot of the teams have played well all the teams have played each other once and obviously some of the teams have started to uh, or all the teams have started to work through the the, the balance of the games mm-hmm. But the interesting thing is that, you know, you'll get some teams that have probably got the top teams predominantly at home and other teams, although they're playing those same teams, they're playing them away and vice versa. So mm. once you start sort of getting in and 
into the numbers and looking at what's actually coming, you, you can find things out and, and it can inform your predictions, as it were, you know, rather than just saying, well, they've got these teams to play. So we're the first thing we we thought we'd talk about is I looked at I looked at all the com- the, the forthcoming fixtures. So most teams have played well, a lot of teams have played 29 games and a lot of teams have played 30 games. Mm-hmm. Um and so they've got 16 or 17 games to go. Um and so the first thing I did is I brought all the all the remaining fixtures in and then I tried to predict, I suppose that's the right word, but using a kind of, you know, a, pr- a process, tried to predict the outcome of the games. And it, that was quite interesting just as an exercise, you know, how would you go about doing that? And so I've used really a combination of the performances of the teams. So if, if a team's playing at home, I've used their home performance historical for this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they're playing away, use their their away performances. Um, but I've also used a modifier to try and incorporate the recent form. So because it obviously, I mean, we've talked about some teams that have started to really come on on track recently, yeah. and others that have drifted a little bit. And so it, it seemed to me that a combination of those things with a sensible thing. And I derived uh, a kind of uh, a, ca- uh, a describer of the result. So I think it went from sort of a um, very a very strong home win to a, a confident home win to a marginal home win to a draw mm-hmm. to a marginal away win and so on, depending yeah. on the combination of numbers, you know, how well they normally do at home or away and then their recent form. And then I translated that into sort of some factors and then – Use those to try and build number of points and also and even a goal difference. But I know this is it's sort of futile in a way because there's no way you're going to be able to predict goal difference or or even really the number of points. But it could be important because if you get teams on the same points, you know, mm-hmm. and some teams have got let's say easier games than others at home, they might be able to rack up got two three nil wins where the other ones might be sort of scratching around round for a. A, a one a one goal win but you know that it's not going to actually happen this way this is the sort of the paradox is you've got to use logic because there's no other way of doing it but you know it isn't actually gonna i, I guarantee that what we come out with there are going to be some surprises because there yeah. always is but it's sure. it's a fun thing to do and i suppose yeah you know if if you're thinking if you're a supporter of one of the teams it get, probably gives a little bit of a better insight into your chances than just saying, oh, we're playing well and we think we can do this because you're having to take into account all the other teams who think they're playing well or think they're not playing well and so on. Mm. So, yeah, we're lift, going to lift the lid on it all, really. Good stuff. Um, so we've got a league table. We've got our, you know, final league table. Fantastic. Um, I suppose we could, which I know you'll, you know, you'll Let's, grab. Um, Shall we... Shall we to keep a little bit of tension and drama? Yeah. Shall we um shall we take a look at the the bottom six teams going from because they'll they're probably the teams that we're thinking are, are most likely to be down in that in that part of the table. Yeah. So if we go from the teams highest to lowest, yeah. 
from the relegation uh, side of it. Yeah, um, so, yeah, of course. So at 19th, sixth places from the bottom, we've got Stoke City. Um, They'll be delighted to hear their standing division for another season. I suppose they will. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the beginning of the season, they would have been mortified, wouldn't they? Uh, 49 points we've got them finishing on with a goal difference of minus 16. So um, they're 20th at the moment. So they're, okay. we think they're going to go up one place. And 20th, yeah. got Birmingham City. You know, there is some recency in there. So it's not solely based on what's happened so far this season. Mm-hmm. Um because I'm sure that, again, the fans and, and the club would say, no, no, we're making all these changes. We're doing all this stuff. It's going to be different. And perhaps it will. Hmm. But, there, you know, we have built in some of the their recent form into that. Yeah. Um, and later we'll talk about who these teams have got left to play or, or yeah. at least how difficult and how strong or otherwise their running is. And that will make a bit more sense. Hmm. So we've got them in there. Um, 48 points. Below them, the bottom four are the bottom four as they are now. Um, what order would they be in, David? Drum well, roll. Huddersfield in 21st. So Rochester. Huddersfield missed the drop. Ah, interesting. As, as they currently stand. Yeah. Um, and then we've got QPR, Sheffield Wednesday and Rotherham at the bottom. Gotcha. Um, and again, it's hard to get past them, really. Yeah. And I know Sheffield Wednesday have, have had a bit of a sort of reinvigoration haven't they with a, with the new manager and yeah it's a long so way to go though isn't it it's, it's a long it is and yeah. you know again we can look at we'll, we will look at their the difficulty of their their running as well i mean up to a point you know because we're basing this on what's happened albeit there is because mm-hmm. at first i started just looking at it on the basis of what's happened and of course what you end up with is well the league table is the way it is for a reason. And if yeah. all you're going to do is take into account what's already happened, you're probably going to come out with the same as as the league table. Yeah. So it's kind of based on that. So mm-hmm. that's why I wanted to introduce a bit of, you know, modification. Sure. And But I resisted because I thought, mm, I wonder if, I, you know, I wonder if I should, I should do a bit more. But then you're starting to bring your own discretion into it. Yeah. And that's, that's not the nature of this job. That's the nature of sitting down in the pub with a few mates and, yeah. you know, as yeah. the more drinks you have, the more outlandish your opinions <laughs> become. But that's that's what that's for, really. Yeah. But what we're trying to do is say, well, let's try and remove the discretion. Let's try to mm-hmm. just go on the facts and let's try and, you know. But there will be some, and I suppose the longer things go on, so there are 16, 17 games to go. But when there's only eight or nine games to go, mm-hmm. then the differences in the running probably become more pronounced because yeah. inevitably one team's going to have a particularly strong um, set of opponents to play mm-hmm. or, you know, very difficult away games or something. Yeah. And the other team's going to have a relatively easy one. So, you know, you'll tend to find, I suppose, there'll be a little bit more um uncertainty but then again you've got to make that overlay of the championship and we always yeah. you know we always know that what will be interesting is like you said when we get to that sort of eight nine games to go is to see how many teams are completely safe from the drop but with no chance of getting into the playoffs yeah and then yeah. you've got the 
the flip-flop um, <laughs> method, didn't you? The beach towel rule, where yeah. you know, are, are the players really going to, for those teams, going to go out and give everything? Uh, because, frankly, they've got nothing really to play for the yeah. rest of the season. Yeah. Um, so that, that'll be interesting to look at that and see if we can bring in some sort of uh, flip-flop formula. We could do that. <laughs> but I, again, my my sort of slight resistance there is that you often find the teams that have got a lot to play for have got a lot of pressure as well. Sure, yeah. You know, yeah. and the teams that don't, they go out there and there's nothing to play for and they play out their skins. Yeah. And you do find that. So yeah. uh, it, it can work both ways, can't it? But well, yeah, maybe, we, could... maybe we can, maybe towards the end of the season, we can have a look at it. And, and when yeah. there are teams that are completely safe, we can yeah. we can sort of map their results and say, right, is this flip-flop thing yeah. actually true? Or like you said, is it an inverse thing? Do they actually I know what you're results? leading to. I know what you're going to ask me to do. You're going to go, <laughs> let's have a switch where we go flip-flop on or flip-flop off. And we look at the league table with it on and then we take yeah. it off and we look at the league table, which we could do, actually. I don't ask, I don't I, ask for much, David. Well, I did a switch on this <laughs> yeah. one. I did a switch for... Um, whether to incorporate the recent form or not. And it changes okay. the league table when you do or when you don't. Okay. You know? So I did that just because I wanted to see, is it worth having this? Because if it doesn't really change anything, probably not, but it does, yeah. yeah. And so okay. I kept it in. Yeah, but, yeah, so yeah. we could we could do that. What, what if this, you know, what if there really is a flip-flop factor yeah. and teams or, you know, what effect does it have? Because it could have a positive or a negative effect, couldn't it? Yeah. And we could see, yeah, what 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 would the league table look like if you bought into the theory that teams with nothing to play for a mm -hmm. week, and what yeah. would the league table look like if you buy into the theory that teams with nothing to play for uh, can be stronger because they've yeah. got no pressure? And then we can just yeah. see, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we could so do that. Our first thing we need to do is to trademark flip-flop factor. Yeah, <laughs> let's do. <laughs> and then the next is to get yeah. the domain name for it as well, because I'm sure flip-flop factor will be on there. It's yeah. not easy to say because I've just messed it up just trying to say it then, but <laughs> I'll say it no, slowly, that's for sure. That's right. Yeah. What's that what's that thing with the pensions? The triple lock, isn't it? This is the triple that's F. It. Isn't yeah, it? that's it. Yeah. No, so we could do that. Yeah. With those with those bottom six teams there, yeah. If there was one team that was going to confound what we've got there, mm. which team would you say would be out of that bottom six completely? I would say Birmingham, really. Mm-hmm. Because I've been saying Stoke for so many seasons that I'm just yeah. I've had it with them really at the moment. Because <laughs> I keep saying that this could be their year and it never is. Uh -huh. Apologies to Stoke fans. Um because I'd like to see them do well because I mm -hmm. like them. But um yeah, Birmingham only because and I th and again I'd like to see Sheffield Wednesday drag themselves up, but I just wonder if they've left themselves too much to do, really. Mm. So I just think maybe with Birmingham, because of the you know the owner change and the manager change, um, and I think we're saying last week about Tony Mowbray, you know, we both yeah. kind of think he's got the right stuff. So mm -hmm. I think he could he could put a run together. Yeah, really. I, th I think Birmingham would probably be my my team as well. To be honest with you, mm. um, purely for the Mowbray factor, and and they yeah. have got some decent players there. So. Yeah, uh, they, they do. They should be able to put a bit of a run together, but we'll find out we'll see. what the strength of their schedule's like in a minute. Um, yeah, we will. Yeah. How about if we count, because because that playoff, 
that playoff picture is so condensed. How about if we go from uh, from tenth place and and up from there? Yeah. Okay. Right. Let's do that. Tenth place. Uh-huh. This is a little some sort of background music for this, aren't I? Some sort <laughs> yeah, of you are David Copperfield like... thing. Well, I was thinking of um, <laughs> top the top twenty or something, but they probably don't have that anymore. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, number ten surprised me a bit, mm-hmm. and it's Coventry City because ah. because we've been talking about you know they're really coming yeah. on strong and that is a and I thought well why are they and I think we might be able to throw some light on that later when we get mm-hmm. into the looking at some of the opposition but they're coming in at 10 but having said that 10th place Coventry City we've got down at 68 points mm. and there's only two points between 10th and 6th so okay. five teams have yeah. got a, a, of two points apart Jeez. so it's you know it's one win so yeah don't get too despondent if you're a Coventry no. fan um, because things don't, can be very different. Yeah, don't throw your phone out the window just yet. No, no. <laughs> so they're they're in 10th on 68. Ninth, we've got Sunderland also mm-hmm. on 68. Right. And, again, I think they're in 8th place, so that dro- drops them down a place, doesn't it? On, in 8th place, we've got Norwich on 69 points. Uh-huh. Uh, sorry, no, we don't. We've got Middlesbrough on 69 points. I've given the game away there. Okay. Um, yeah, Middlesbrough we've got on 69 points um, and Norwich on 69. I was going to guess at Norwich. Yeah, so at Norwich, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've always been smart like that, um, perceptive. So, yeah, so so Middlesbrough and Norwich on 69. So there's four teams there, a point apart. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. And it you know. probably will end up like that as well, won't it? It will be super tight. It, it's going to be tight, it will absolutely. Be super tight. And they, they, like you said, they could be in all different. And, different it, uh, and just in case it matters, which it doesn't, mm-hmm. um, I've got Coventry and Sunderland on plus 16 and plus 13 goal difference. Right, okay. And I've got Norwich and Middlesbrough on plus seven. So right. just one point yeah. would be enough to raise either Sunderland or Coventry up above both of those. Yeah. So, you know, it's so, it, as you say, it's really tight. So that's outside of the playoffs. And mm-hmm. in the playoff, in the last place, place, in sixth place, I've got Hull City on 70 points. So again, mm-hmm. just one point above the yeah. Norwich and Sunderland. Um, but goal difference, not great. And I've used, I've based the goal difference on how confidently I was able to predict the outcome of the match. So if I, right. if the numbers suggested that it could be closer, mm-hmm. it might only be a one goal win. If they were suggesting, as I said earlier, that it could be slightly more confident, it could be two, three, yeah. or even a four goal win. So okay. I've used that to sort of build the, the goal difference. It's rather, it's it's a blunt instrument, you know, but there's no point trying to make it too sharp because we know it isn't going to happen anyway. But, <laughs> That's it, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, at least there's some degree of logic in there. Mm. So Hull City in sixth, um, West Brom in fifth on uh, 72 okay. points. Baggies fans would be happy. And, and Ipswich on fourth. Now, that's where they are at the moment, all three mm. of those. So they yeah. stay in position. Now, the only thing I would say is Hull City, I've got at 70 points, West Brom at 72. Yeah. And then after that, there's a massive jump. And I know there is a difference. There's quite yeah. a difference now which will account for some of it. I think looking at the predicted number of points, it's hard to believe, but I've got Ipswich on 91 points in fourth. Wow. I've got 
Southampton in third on 93 points. Right. And I've got Leeds in second on 94 points. So by the process of elimination, you can work out. Yeah. I've got Leicester as champions. Now, the points tally, I could I couldn't really believe, but I thought there's no point me messing around with it. it mm-hmm. It's there for a reason. Yeah. 114 points. I don't believe that's going to happen. But nevertheless, yeah. based on what they've done now, based on the games they've got left and the performances mm. of the teams that they've got to play, based on the home and away and so on, yeah, you can make a case for it. That's all I would say. Well, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, just because of, you know, historical performances and uh, achievements, it's very hard to see that it's really going to happen. Yeah. But the interesting thing probably is just to look at the places where I must admit that's how I think it will end up. Leeds, mm-hmm. uh, Leicester, Leeds, Southampton, Ipswich, West Brom and Hull. So I actually, if I had to put my money on it, yeah. that would be where I'd be putting my That'd money. Be your top six. I'm not too sure about sixth. I might, I'm not too sure about any of it, but, um, <laughs> you know, sixth is, it could be one of probably three or four, couldn't it? Yeah, but, for sure. And, and you know, let's be honest, West Brom, I'm, I can't say I'm dead confident there, but, mm. I, you know, I could sort, if I had to put my, my money down, that would be where I'd put it. If they could find a way of, even if it was only for, a, you know, four or five games, you know, getting some away wins and and keeping up their home form, then I think West Brom would be a banker, wouldn't they? To, yeah. To be in there. Yeah, um, I think so. But, um, but yeah, there's, Again, we'll a look at that right? in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we'll look and see what we think is mm. going on. But So that's our league table. Um, there's no discretion in there. Just out of except, interest. Just yeah. out of interest, without wanting, wanting to get you to go down the whole league table. But how far away were 11th and 12th from, from 10th? And who who was eleventh and twelfth? Okay, so Preston, I've got eleventh, uh-huh. and they're on sixty four points, so they're four points okay. below. You know, so there is a little bit of a tear break there, isn't there? A bit of a tear break. A and Car- Cardiff in twelfth on sixty points. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there's a little bit, but you yeah, know, I'd I mean, be, it's not much, confident. is it? Really, I'd be as confident as I could be with the championship of saying that I don't think Preston or Cardiff will be in the playoffs mm. um, because of their attacking metrics that we've looked at and just seeing mm. that they, they struggle in, in that respect. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I would, I would say those top 10 teams that we've looked at for sure, it's, it's incredibly close and it's going to be incredibly close for who gets into the playoffs. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't think it's going to come from outside of those top 10, top 10 teams we've got. There. I don't think so. No. Although, you know, Preston, we gave a bit of a hard time to, didn't we, a yeah, few I weeks mean. back. But they keep on coming back and they won't <laughs> no, lie down, will they? They're killing me. So yeah. all, all credit to them. But yeah, I agree. I, I can't really see that they'll have enough. Well, believe it or not, David and myself talked for a little bit longer than we expected to. <laughs> the episode ended up being a very, very long one. So we actually cut it into two sections. So we've got two parts to this. So the first part is what you've just listened to. And the second part, we're going to talk through who's got the strongest or the most difficult schedule to come and who's got the easiest. And we also look at the attacking output of the teams, both home and away, look at the differences and then see if that actually translates into the amount of points that they're winning either at home or on the road. And then after that, 
we get into answering a few of your questions. We've had two or three questions out of the Championship Fans Group that on Facebook that we're now very much a part of. We're very pleased about that. So hello to everyone who's a member in there. And we will see you in part two. See you then. Bye-bye.